0: Welcome back, everyone. Hey guys. We how are you. y'all doing? Um, Abby, how are you doing? I'm doing really good today. I woke up just feeling great, made a lovely avocado toast, and now I'm gonna talk to you. So I'm loving today. How are you doing, Laura? I'm doing
1: pretty good. I'm pretty excited. Um, I woke up with a little bit of anxiety, not gonna lie. Um but not like about the podcast, just in general and life. And, but, you
0: know, we went on the internet and we got pumped up and now we're
1: doing great. We're great.
0: Laura quite literally had a pregame without like any alcohol or any, anything like that, but she was just jumping and headbanging and blasting music. It was hilarious. Um, and now here we are all calm.
1: <laughs> and now
0: we're, now we're calm for now.
1: Um, uh, yeah, most people were like, uh, Laura, you got to turn it up a notch. And so we're here to turn it up a notch. And once again, I'm going to say this. Thank you so much for all the love and support on last week's episode. Y'all were amazing and we're just going to continue to grow and see where this takes us. I'm very excited.
0: Yeah. The support from all of the listeners is truly unreal. Like I just, that's, we love you. We just love you. Um, but yeah, so last week we just kind of did you know an introduction uh, podcast, but this week we want to switch um, gears a little bit and talk about friendship dynamics. Um so that's kind of the focus of this episode.
1: Yes. um, and friendships are so important in our lives. I know um from personal experiences, like they have been there with me, like family through really, really hard times, and that is just something that I would never take for granted, And but friendships are hard. Friendships take work. They're relationships at the end of the day, and we've all had dynamic shift. We've all lost um, friends, had some friendship breakups. We've all had to navigate long-distance friends, stuff like that, and so we're just here to like kind of touch on a little bit of that and give um, some of our personal experiences.
0: Right. Yeah. Friendships definitely change over time. I mean, Laura, I know both of us have some long term friends, some, you know, friends who are no longer really in our lives. And we just became friends recently too. So, you know, we just feel like this is a really important topic just for us. um, Because, like you said, they're so important um, and they are relationships and they take work, especially not to like separate the genders, but like I will just say it. I feel like female friendships are a lot different than a lot of them, you know, the men's relationships with each other. So, um, you gotta, we gotta like nurture them a little bit more and we'll get into all of that. But I guess my first question I have for you, Laura, is, um, what, what do you value most in a friendship?
1: The biggest thing that I value in a friendship is definitely like communication. I think, um, any, most relationships can work if you have really good communication um, and you can just kind of see and you're very vulnerable and honest. There's not a lot of pride. Um, and that is probably the biggest thing for me. Um, and just like being able to count on somebody um, and have, you know, also like know that they're going to be there for you when you're going through like really tough times.
0: Right. I 100% agree. I think in any relationship, uh, communication is literally the number one thing that you have to have as a foundation um but especially as we get older, you know like we don't live right next to our best friends anymore I know and for me in college like you live with them and now most of my friends are states away across the country in different you know in different countries some people so it's you know you really have to have that communication in in order to keep the friendship um something also important for me is like in a friend is really just to like have fun and not take things too seriously or not get too like offended and like let yourself kind of like give each other shit without being like, Oh my gosh, that, that really bothers me and to talk about it if it does. Right. So, right. I definitely think that, you know, makes a, makes a big difference in like easing a friendship is like, have fun. Like you don't have to take things so seriously all the time, but can we take a, real quick moment to just say Laura's wearing children's headphones and I love it. I love they're it. my
1: daughters and somebody asked me if they were for aesthetic or which not shocked. I would do that for aesthetic or if they actually worked and they actually do work. Thank you so much. Um but yeah, they're my daughters. But they're kind of You iconic. would do a,
0: was- correct me if I'm wrong, but you would do a lot of things for aesthetic. Aesthetic first.
1: I have done wild things for pictures, for aesthetics. What are some deal breakers that you've learned throughout friendships? Well, on the flip side, like being a good communicator, if you're a trash communicator, like I can't do it. I can't, I can't do all the petty. I can't do the back and forth. I can do like real honest, vulnerable conversation. This really hurt me when you did this, that. So one of the best, Um. one of the things I cannot take is competition. There is no competition in my friendships. I want everyone to win always. And I need everyone to win always because if you're winning and I'm winning and we're all winning together, like that is growth. If I feel for a second, there's any like, even like, I mean, most of my friends are in relationships, but I was about to say like, even with men or anything, like I don't want to, I don't ever, I don't ever want to compete. That's never what I'm trying to do. I'm always trying to like build us all up and get together. So like, if you're not down for that, we 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 literally can't be friends.
0: hundred percent. I think competition slash jealousy that's kind of hand in hand and also yeah. um I lost my train of thought of course competition I don't know I was going somewhere with that yeah it's isn't that weird do you ever think yeah. about that like when you have a thought and it's just there and then poof where it's do gone. they go where do they <laughs> kind of deal breakers are definitely communication especially especially when you um are like a long distance friend but actually at the same time i have a couple close friends where we we don't need to talk even weekly like it could be every yeah. couple months and we just pick right up you know where we laughed left, left off and those are special definitely special friends but yeah you have to like you can't just it can't be a one sided communication type situation. And the jealousy slash competition is wild. Like you really got to just support your friends. That's so important to me too. Amen. And also we don't want them like flirting with our our man or anything. That's, that's something that I I would would, probably be like,
1: "Eh." uh, yeah, I dare. I I would, I mean, I'm not in a relationship and I don't plan on being for a while, but like, Oh, when I do, I dare you. I dare you. No, I would literally never speak to him. Um,
0: (laughs) Describe a time where you've had a friendship shift or you can feel the shifting or maybe it shifted and now you're no longer friends. But how does that affect you? And have you had a a shift situation in a friendship?
1: Um, I've had a lot of uh, shifts in friendships. I feel like I'm going through one um right now kind of like with all my friends getting married and everything like we there was some of us that were like maybe closer in different seasons and now the other ones are closer and like can do like couple things together and stuff like that which they're always great to include me but it's just life and natural um and so like luckily my friends are not like big about third wheel like we, nobody cares but um overall like it, it you can feel the shift like they have like a different life and a different lifestyle than what you're doing now and it's like how how is that going to mesh and morph together? And um, we'll always be friends, but it's just, you know, a, a different dynamic. And then there's other times where, you know, I've, I've had friendships, uh, people like be upset with me and be like, hey, I need to take a beat. Like um, something you did upset me. And I'm like, okay, fair. Like totally all the time you need. And when you're ready to talk it out, like let's be honest and vulnerable and like put it out on the That happened um, to me. There's been times, you know, they come back around and they're like, hey, let's sit down and have a vulnerable conversation. And that was like, Um, One of my dearest friends uh, did that with me and they sat down and they were like, here's the problem. Here's what I was going through. And I'm like, here's what I was going through. And they're like, here's how I was wrong. I was like, here's how I was wrong. This is how we thought about it. This is how we thought about it. We understand why we took our space and like we're back and better than ever. And that's like such a wonderful feeling. And then I've had times where like the communication was so off and it was so terrible and like the boundaries could not be met. So in the shift of the relationship, it was just like almost better to like, just leave it. I will say in that, probably that one, I could have communicated that better, but it's hard. It's hard to do that sometimes with boundaries.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. And I what think about you, Abby? Friendship shifts have happened a lot. I mean, really in almost every single friendship I've had. And not to say that's a bad thing, actually. Like a lot of it has been really great things. Um, but I think that it definitely affects me. I mean, it, it's like you're not dating this person obviously it's your friend but they mean so much to you and like if you feel like you're not you know on the same page anymore or different pages each other or maybe like you're feeling like they need space or maybe you need space but it's just like an elephant in the room i feel like that is one of the most uncomfortable kind of feelings to have and to sit with and then most of the time like I mean, I've had a couple of times where we've just grown so much from, you know, talking about it or just taking a step back and respecting each other's space, but also being there to, to talk about it whenever each other is ready is so important. But it definitely is like, it affects me a lot when that happens. If it's something where, you know, you're just like, okay, things aren't how they normally are and I don't want to bother them or maybe they don't want to bother me But I think really at the end of the day, it's always something the good that comes out of, you know, a shift because either you grow and you like learn more about each other and, you know, how to communicate going forward, or maybe you part ways. Maybe that friend wasn't meant for you, which has happened as well. Um, And that usually takes a bit to like recover from because it's actually like a breakup. Um, They're so hard. But at the end of the day, you're like, okay, if I were still to be hanging around that person or, you know, taking all that energy in, it, it would probably be affecting me a lot, you know.
1: I think those are all ways to, like, set healthy boundaries in friendships um, is just, like, communicating and, and telling people where you're at. Um, I would say that with most all relationships, actually, um, is just being honest about what your expectations are and theirs and seeing if they align. What are some
0: boundaries that you have maybe had to – um set with a friend when you feel a shift like what what are some boundaries that you have personally experienced
1: oh yeah i mean there has been times where like i love my friends but i have friends sometimes that get like a little too involved because they, they like i, I think that's because they love me so much and they just like want to make things right for me but mm-hmm. sometimes they've like said things or done things to people and i'm like oh, okay <laughs> maybe next time. And you know what? All we did was have a brief conversation. We talked about it. We like let it go. And then, you know, a few weeks later we like, Hey, we touched on that. Like it was a little upset in the moment, but like you got what I was saying. And she's like, won't do it next time. And I was like, you know what? If you do like, it's okay. Like, because you know what? We're going to make mistakes. But like, I just appreciate that you like try to pay attention to that in the future. And that was like something so small and so minute. And like one of my best friends, it was totally fine. But it's just like, I just was like, Hey, that bothered me like please don't do that again you know and you know and she was like i was just trying to make it better i'm like totally like to me like knowing their intentions is really important too
0: yeah so. and i think it's super important to be like hey this is how it's affecting me because you know that that will open up a lot of like it'll shed light on areas that they probably or you maybe didn't know that bothered them or was affecting them like It's so important to do that. Um, But I think the hard part about setting boundaries is like how you're wording it and like your demeanor going into it. Because you really don't want to be like making your friend feel bad. You know, you're just trying to explain this is how I feel. And I've had that too, where, you know, I've had friends that say like, I would prefer, you know, you to communicate this way over that way or you know, I have more of an avoidant um attachment style just in general. And I've learned a lot, especially with my friends, um, to just just face it head on because it will be so much better in the long run. And really nine times out of ten, you grow stronger from that. Have you been through a friendship breakup before? Yeah. I think I feel like that's a universal experience that we've all
1: been through. Um and they are devastating. They are so tough. It's one of the hardest things to do um, because it's like, what do you say? Like, it's not like a real romantic relationship. It's like, I don't see this going anywhere. Or like, you know, it's just, and sometimes like, I will say like, I've had friendship makeups that I could have handled better. I'm like self-aware to know that like, I could have communicated my feelings better. I kind of, shockingly went more avoidant attachment than anxious (laughs) because sometimes like I'm just like I I know I know I just uh, but sometimes I just like let it go I'm just like I can't I can't have this conversation I can't do this like you're not understanding I feel like what just happened I just knocked my mic over um I feel like I can't mic drop mic literally dropped um so I, I was like I feel like I can't do this I feel like um we can't communicate and we're just like bumping heads and you're not going to see eye to eye. And I'm like, I can't, after that, I kind of have to like walk away. Um, But it's been really hard. Like that friend was really special to me for a really long time. And um, I have so much love for her too. Like I want her to win, but we just have different like values and things that we care about in life and You know, I need people to show up for me in a certain way, and I'm not ever going to beg anyone to show up for me the way that I need. I kind of, I give you a chance. And then of course, you know, we can talk about it. You know, everyone makes mistakes, but if it gets to a point where this is a repeated pattern, I, I'm not, I I won't beg anyone to stay in my life and show up for me the way I need to show up. I just will let you act the way you need to act and whatever. And it's, it's sad because in so many ways she was such a good friend, but there are some things that I just, I can't let go and I I won't tolerate anymore. And that was, that was that. Um, like I said, I think there's probably things I could have done better in that friendship breakup, but like, who handles any breakup. Yeah. There's personally. no,
0: there's no guidebook to any of this. You just have to literally go through it and learn on your own. And I also think, yes, it's completely devastating to go through a friendship breakup and I never know how to handle it. I luckily haven't had many of them, but you know, same as you, I wish them the best. And sometimes they even come in my dreams and I'm like, hi. And I like hug them. And yeah, it's then like, I have- wake up and I was like, you know that would be nice, but also the reality is like we tried to make our friendship work, and it's just we're so. It's just you can try and try and try, but at a certain point, it's like, is it worth this much energy to like actually just be friends with your friend? Like, you know, right. if you can't get to a place with your friend where you're like, okay, I hear you, I understand, I'm, I do, I would do anything to make you know our friendship. Grow and and keep keep on keeping on with it. Um if you can't do that, then it's like it's just really not gonna work. So
1: yeah. And like if if you can't have a conversation without like being mean, like you've got to be able to let your pride go. You've got to it like be like that hurt my feelings when you do like if you're just defensive and mean and attacking, like I I have no room for that. I have Mm-mm. absolutely no room for that. Um, because I don't want to do that in any of my relationships,
0: 100%. romantic and not.
1: Like I, 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 the fighting, no. Like we can talk like adults, or or we cannot talk at all. Yeah,
0: I think in any relationship, whether it's relationship or friendship, um, or even just like your family, which is you know a whole other thing. But <laughs> it's a whole other thing. People like you're never going to grow into one. Like two people will never become one. You grow separately, but like together in the same direction. And if that's yeah, not happening, then, like, it's it's probably never going to happen, right? right? But I think that's what makes friendships so special is like, you know, we both have friendships that have been like, you know, 10 plus years or whatever. And like seeing how many different versions of of each other we've met. Like my one friend, Ashley, we literally met each other in I think fourth grade. And so we've seen our child selves. We've seen our crazy like preteen selves or teenager selves and now our adult selves and it's really cool to like be like wow i know so many versions of her and we are still the weirdest same weirdest little kids that we were when we met and i love that part of things but it's really it's really like interesting to watch you know someone else grow and be like wow you're still the we're still we have the exact same core friendship but now we just are like getting married and we're gonna have kids soon and stuff. It's it's wild. You just meet so many different versions of them.
1: That's so beautiful. It really is. So beautiful. It is. She's um, probably she would probably be like, don't
0: cry. That's weird. <laughs> That's weird. Oh, Ashley, I love you. Shout out. Uh, what lessons have you learned after going through a friendship breakup?
1: Uh, something I really learned about me is sometimes I cannot be confrontational because I am afraid of the reaction of another person. Um, and that is something that I've had to learn to navigate, to be like, Hey, if you have something bother you, you've got to speak up because if not, it's just going to boil up. And then when they do something, you're going to be like done. Um, And you like could have told them and maybe they could have fixed this, but now it's like too far gone. And that's something that like, I know that I am actually getting so much better in like, not that I have like really romantic relationship, but like just with interactions with the opposite sex or friendships or anything, I'm just being more honest and more clear about what I want and what bothers me. And it's tremendously helped my life. And I'm so glad. Um that I was like taught that lesson in the midst of like something that was really hard. Uh, what about you, Abby? Is there something that you have taken away that's really been profound?
0: Yeah. Um, as far as like lessons, I feel like I've learned um, just over like years and years is t- just not to let everybody in so fast and so like so into my life so fast because – yeah. There were a lot of friendships especially in college where I was just so close with someone so fast and then I didn't really know much enough about them and their personality and like you know we were attached at the hip a lot of the times and then something like crazy you you end up like seeing a lot of their real like true self and personality come out and you're like whoa maybe I need to take things a little bit slower than this but I think that is kind of like I can't I can't like be so hard on myself because you really don't know you're just like oh this is fun and I have a new friend but then sometimes yeah. it's like that makes the like breakup part of it so much more like Ugh, a headache i don't know it's just so i think that's been a huge thing like i'm so i've gotten so over like shedding friends and like learning that lesson that it's like okay not everybody has to know every little piece of your life like you don't have to spend every hour of every waking day with like someone that you just met, even the Laura low keyword where
1: I'm like, literally honest. I'm like, I mean, anyway, um,
0: but I think
1: I will touch on this. Um, That kind of leads into that. And also like our relationship as well. Like I will say I'm mm-hmm. very hesitant when it comes to bringing new people into my life. Um, And like, I will bring you in like, you know, we can call we can face on whatever, but like, like I keep people kind of like here um, And I am vulnerable and stuff, but, like, like people that I'm, like, I really, like, would hurt me if they did something against me. Like, that circle for me is really small. Um, mm-hmm. And I kind of almost find it as, like, a red flag sometimes when somebody, like, so much wants to be your friend and has no other friends or has no – like, when they're, like, oh, my God, I have to have a bestie or, like, I don't have any other besties. I feel like something with you, me and you, we, like, did talk, but it was, like – even though it was, like, four months, it was it was, like, gradual and it was – you know, one deep conversation here, one this there. And, um, and I didn't feel like you like need, like, you know, like you needed my friendship or I needed your friendship. Like, um, but like when we're like, wait, we're clicking, this works. It was very more natural. magnetizing at some point you're like, Whoa. Wait, honestly, that's kind of like a relationship. Like, it's like, if you don't feel like you need the other person, you know, it's like a, like, okay, you're like settled in your life and Sorry, that just was like a brain click for me. It was like, beep.
0: Yeah. um No, same. And I think that like you even just saying, um, you know, if someone really doesn't have any other friends kind of thing, it's like I've experienced that a lot where it's like I'm their only friend and we're getting so close so fast. And then I'm like over time, I'm like, oh, I kind of understand why maybe they just hop from friend to friend kind of thing. But yeah, I think, you know, our friendship is really special too, because we both have like our set real close friends as well. Mm-hmm. And we just like both happen to come into each other's lives at the exact time that I've been like, Hey friends, anyone want to start a podcast with me? They're like, yeah, yeah. But nothing ever really happened from that. And you're like kind of the first person who's like, let's actually do this. This is something I like, we both are so passionate about it. And so I'm so happy that this has you know happened from this friendship, but I don't know. You're definitely my newest friend, I would say.
1: Yeah, same. I would agree. Um, and I'm I'm so happy to be here. Yes, I love you. I love you. Um, but you brought um, up something in there
0: like real briefly. You said something like even male friendships or something. I think you just passed
1: away. Yeah. But
0: that got me thinking like how would you say you're – because we both are like kind of bros. Like we got guy friends and girlfriends.
1: Yeah. As girly um, as I am is like – I can yeah. be like such a bro sometimes. Not-
0: and I, we both have talked about maybe it's because you have a son. Maybe it's because I have a brother. But, like, yeah. we love our guy friends. It's, like, we're just our bros. How right. would you say in what ways are they, like, different um, um, as opposed okay, to, like, so, your girlfriends?
1: So um, I feel like my guy friends are really honest with me. Like, I, they, like, really check me hard. Um, and they're like – I, I- <laughs> I'm going to quote a TikTok audio right now because, of yes. course, I am. And it's like, it was never going to be you. It was never going to be you. And it was insane for you to think it's going to be you. And like, literally, that's what it's like. And honestly, I need that. Like, sometimes I need them to be like, hey, remember who you are. Remember who you are. Get over it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, ooh, you're right. right. You're right. And you know, I mean, like, I think, like, too, like, I'm sure, like, what do you experience, like, being married? Like, yes, you're close with your guy friends, but as they get in relationships, you get in relationships, like, the dynamic shifts and then you've got, right. like, couple friends and stuff like that. Um And, like, you know, some of my guy friends, when they get girlfriend, like, I'm, like, you know, I either, like, reach out and we're, like, homies with the girls or I'm, like, ah, we're not really, like, that close anyway. So, like, he's going to do his mm-hmm. thing. Um And so, like, that is kind of interesting and a dynamic. Like, one of my – um it was, like, my exes um one of his best friends is like one of my close guy friends and he has the most amazing girlfriend Kingston I know you know this is about you if you're watching I love you um and I love all of her friends I literally (laughs) love all her friends she's so awesome she's so amazing and like I always tell him all the time like don't mess it up I'm obsessed with her and also like I like um I like wanted to become friends with her I'm like who is him now that was my friend No, no no I want her she's awesome um and I think that's like the way to do it if you
0: like are just like a decent human being like it's not the the worst thing is when you meet one of your guy friends girlfriends and you like love her and then they break up and you're like no I've had that happen one or two times and I'm like I miss them but like I can't can't. they're gone like it's just not gonna happen but it's so sad
1: that's never happened to me because I normally don't like my guy friends girlfriends hi if you're watching sorry
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh oh It's
1: okay. You know, I mean, you're fine as humans. You just weren't good together. That's all I'm going to say on that. No, that that's
0: actually it's usually that is what it is. It's just like you're both great people, but like you're not supposed to be together, and it shows. Yeah, and
1: it's like I just don't miss that dynamic anymore. Thank you. um, peace out on that.
0: Like making friends in your adulthood—that's what we're currently like, you know, experiencing because we are adults, and it's so different than making friends when you're. Are we though? Are we kids still? I feel like we're still children at heart.
1: I'm a 30-year-old teenager with two kids. Like who 30 let a 30-year-old teenager have children?
0: You actually are. And, and I run my love it. own life. And I love it. Business. This is like, where you're so crazy. fun. But how what have you like experienced with how, how is it different for you um, to start like making friends now versus maybe like 10 years ago?
1: Um, I think 10 years ago, I was like, Whoever wants to be my friend, I'll be my friend, and like whoever's fun, um, that's who I'm gonna hang out with, or whoever's convenient to be around, or whoever wants to like live, love, love, like that's what I'm gonna go do. Um, and then I was really blessed, like I got a group of friends right before I uh, had Charlie, and the, those have been my core, core girls for a long time. Um, and so they've been through with lots of walks of life, but um, now you know a lot of times it's like friends of friends, like if one of my friends gets a new coworker or whatever they'll introduce them and then we're like become friends with them or and so we can develop friendships through that way um and then also just like I've been meeting friends on the internet recently like i have like a whole which is like such a such a bizarre thing Isn't like it? sometimes it it really is like when i explain it to people they're like And I know these people, these people have watched me cry. These people have been there for me. These people have like filled in the gaps when like, I love my girlfriends, like my core girlfriends, but like they have lives, like they cannot hold my hand all the time. And not that I need somebody to hold my hand all the time, but like, sometimes you just need extra support. And especially Mm -hmm. with everything I went through, like these people on internet, like have helped me navigate a lot in my life. And I'm so grateful for, um, all of them, like really, like even if we're not as close or whatever the dynamic is, is like, you know, like you're one of my best friends, but like sometimes they're just not as close, but they care
0: about me. And, and that's just right. It's actually like explaining that we met like on TikTok. It's I always am like, I understand, like, I'm going to preface this with this is bizarre. Like this is weird, but I'm, I love it. I'm so glad that it happened, but like, it's just, it's, it's like a weird world that we live in now, but it's also like, not that weird if you think about it, because everybody's kind of on the internet. So yeah, that's what dating is too. And true. so, you know, they've like Bumble friends. Oh yeah. So, I mean, actually I had one of my friends and I, she was like, Oh, you should do it. Like I, I got it and it's kind of fun. And so I was like, all right, let's see. And then I was like, okay, this is kind of fun. But also it was really weird. Like I was like, this is weird to have Bumble friends on my phone and to like scroll through like people, like, how do you know you would, it just doesn't, it didn't really make sense to me, but like when I met you, like I saw your whole personality because you were on TikTok live. And I was like, this girl's so funny and unhinged. This girl's crazy. And I need to be her friend. And I don't care what it takes. And we like Facetime like right away. And I was like, yes, this is, this is a good friendship.
1: We were like, this is it. Uh, we get it. We get it.
0: Uh, but you matched. mentioned um, like meeting friends through your friends. And I like love when that happens because it's like, I feel like throughout just – all these years i've finally gotten to a place where the friends that i do have in my life that are steady are just the best people like i've really really great friends and so i know that they like i trust their judgment with their friends and mm. i have gotten a lot of really good you know friendships out of those two and yeah. i just like love that because we're all like in sync you know so that's a really special way to meet friends as well but i feel like in your adulthood it's like so different because in college, you meet friends at bars or maybe sororities or through your roommates or work or whatever. But now it's like just a whole different world of friendship, you know? That yeah. We're
1: like yeah. Like, I feel like I have my friends, and like, <laughs> it's almost like I'm like, no new friends. I don't need new friends. Um, I'm hesitant about it. But also, like, right now, I'm kind of like, it would be like so cool to have some single girlfriends. Like, mm. it would be so cool to have some single girlfriends um also I'd how like many single girlfriends do you have zero <laughs> no i don't think one i don't think one i don't think i have a single girlfriend who is single no no i really don't but also you have to think I live in Alabama. Like everyone gets wiped up at 18. Just kidding. But kinda.
0: Like it's so funny because you do say often, you gotta remember I'm in Alabama, and I'm like, I'm learning a lot about Alabama. <laughs> like it's a different world, I guess, over there. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I'm like <laughs> but it's funny yeah. when I was single six over six years ago, all of my friends were in serious relationships. And then, like, after I like finally got into a serious relationship. I found like all, most, most of my friends, like 80 to 90% were single. And then now it's kind of just 50, 50, very much 50, 50. Either way, it's, it's great, but it's funny how that switches up a little bit, you know? Yeah. You don't have any like 60 year old friends.
1: Um, There are definitely men on the internet that think we're friends.
0: (laughs) There are, there are some old geezers out there trying to be friends with you. Yeah.
1: You know what? And you know what? Thank you for watching my stuff and liking my post and all of that. Um, shout out, shout out the
0: 60 year old people.
1: But like, if you're cool and chill, but like, don't be weird. Okay. Don't be
0: weird. Please stop don't be being weird. weird. Please like be, stop being weird. Be normal, weird, not weird, weird. Because it gets this weird. This could
1: be a whole podcast episode on itself about like internet safety. Noted. Like, oh gosh.
0: Yeah. No, it's so good. It's wild. It's really wild. Scare me. Like, me like sure. the things the stories and the things that you've just told me in the past couple of months I'm like there are some wild humans out there. I'm
1: like should I hire a bodyguard?
0: Ooh, who that's would you fun. hire if you were to hire oh, like yeah. a celebrity? A celebrity. Who would you say? If I were to
1: hire a celebrity as my bodyguard?
0: If you were to hire a celebrity as your bodyguard, and and Rock Johnson, also just so I could hang out with a Rock every day all day. That's that's exactly who I would choose. What is there's Mark These like, he's like there's like fun. a van diesel what's that what's oh that yeah oh yeah I'm fast and be furious. Second. but the rock is so fun to hang out with big fast and furious girl big fast and furious girl see i i can't say this i i like know that i just know someone died from there i think that's that's all I know. walker yeah the greatest people. of all time the people. people walker. walker i hope you're listening My- i hope i hope <laughs> you're listening and we love you
1: you know what moment I just had that's kind of sick and funny at the same time. What Cody loved Paul Walker and he cried. Cody's my ex-husband, um, who passed away. If y'all don't know, um, Cody cried when Paul Walker died, and I hope they're chilling. I hope they're I hope they're like they're probably hanging out burnouts right now. I hope they're doing burnouts in heaven.
0: They so are. That's like actually what's happening. And they're they're also listening to this podcast.
1: And they're listening to uh Hardy yeah. Give
0: Heaven some hell. Yes,
1: right, Hardy, Hardy, I love you
0: brief intermission. This guy is needy.
1: Anyway. (laughs) The best ones are. The best ones are needy. Um, Okay. So Abby, to to circle back, we both have long distance friendships in our lives. And what ways have you done to like maintain? And I mean, we're long distance. Like what are things that you do to like help grow and maintain that relationship?
0: Yeah. So long distance friendships really are the majority of them. I, you know, all my families a- across the country. Of course you are um, a lo- like all of my girlfriends, other than like a couple who are here, but most of my friendships are long distance. And when I was moving to Arizona from Colorado, I have a friend who we got really, 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 really close in Colorado. And when I was leaving, you know, she was like, I just like, this is going to be so hard. Like I'm going to miss you. And I'm like, I know. And I kind of had to like, at that point I have already, like I've had experience with long distance friendships. So I, not that I had to console her, but I was like, listen, the one thing I will say, and of course it hurts me so much to leave. Like I would do anything to be able to just drive over to your house and hang out with you and have, have wine, whatever. But I was like, I will say from all the relationships where I have had to go from being, you know, right there with you to long distance. The biggest thing I've taken away is that yes, it's hard, but also it makes you so much closer. And I, I am so glad that that's the case, but you really do have to make sure that like you make time for your friend and like plan FaceTime dates or not, you just call them. But I just feel like that is something where I have been pleasantly surprised with just like how close I've become with those friends and how, you know, maybe if we weren't long distance, maybe we wouldn't be like, I'm sure we would still be close, but it's like really, I feel like healthy too, at the same time to learn how to work with that. Um, but Laura, what about you? How do you manage your long distance friendships?
1: Um, I really just like, I do my friends that are in town, like intentionality, like, um, planning times to hang out, planning, um, you know, if you can't get on the same schedule with FaceTimes, like planning a time to hang, like do it. I feel like we're all really busy with my lives. Even my friends that are not long distance, like I'm not like, you know, a lot of friends, I can't just like drive over last minute to do something like it, it takes planning and effort and an intentionality to maintain and grow and nourish that friendship.
0: Um, and I think like it also opens up, I mean, I really haven't had friendships where we went we had to do long distance that fell through actually. I guess I'm lucky in that way. But yeah, um, the one friend who I was just talking about, she did end up a couple months, maybe even a little bit longer than a couple months into me moving and being gone. She did say like, you were right. I actually feel like, like we are a lot closer somehow. I never thought we could even get closer, but I think it really just kind of pushes you outside of your normal, like comfortable box too. And like, if you can grow that relationship still when you're not in The same state, like you know, you have a really good friend, and that's like a friendship worth fighting for if you have to. But yeah, long distance seems to be the theme of all of my friendships at this point. But it's okay, I feel like when you meet up with them as well, it just makes it so much more special, and you have like more fun than you probably would if you saw them every day. So, but game time, baby! Oh, it's I love game time, it. game time, have, like a little audio, like. I'm like, do I have a bell? No, but
1: I'm like, let's
0: make some music. That's terrifying.
1: That was scary.
0: Okay, so this is a game where it's really like we really do be just making up our own random things. This is not we be doing what we want to do. We be doing that. We're just calling it a game. No idea if this is an actual game, but we. In honor of talking about friendships this whole time, because Laura and I have really not known each other very long, not even a year, it's been a couple months, we just want to see like, how well do we know each other? So we're, I'm going to ask some questions um, and we're each going to answer for each other and then um, we'll we'll say if we were right. So basically, we're. I'll just start with the first one, which is describe my perfect day. What is my perfect day, you think? Abby
1: is going to wake up. She's going to have Tyler make her some avocado toast perfectly. Bring it to her. She is going to um, then get up and go to yoga and live her best life and listen to the same song on repeat that she's obsessed with on the way there. She has no idea what the lyrics are, but she (laughs) definitely is going to listen to it over and over again. Uh,
0: the audacity, no, it's so true. It's so true. The sassy girl,
1: um, and then she is gonna come home and she is gonna lay by the pool and she's gonna play with Teddy and then she is gonna do maybe some Legos, maybe some diamond dotting. She's gonna do some kind of craft, some crocheting. She's gonna do something with her hands because she. One thing about us is we love like a game. We love a project, um, and so does Abby. And so, and then. Um, Abby, either she'll cook dinner or have dinner cooked for her. Um, sometimes she'd be vibing cooking dinner, and she's gonna pour herself a nice glass of wine, and she is gonna scroll on her TikToky, and she's gonna Facetime me, and that's like that. That's like a very like perfect like generic. Maybe she'll go outside. Maybe she'll like go hang out with um, some of her other friends. I know she really loves Zachary. He like fills her cup.
0: Um, I love Zach, I love Zach. Zach, if you're listening, I just love you, and you know that, but. I love you anyway, continue so beautiful and um but are any of
1: her friends just hanging out and um and then maybe they're all of her friends are gonna come over and get in the hot tub and like giggle and play games and drink wine and that Ooh. that's gonna
0: be ninety nine percent accurate but the only thing is is I would never want Tyler to cook <laughs> I would never want him to cook my food because I know he could if he like he would he would do it because he would want to like do that for me but I just, I'm, I'm the one who would do it because I love it. And you're right. I have vibe when I cook. It's like, maybe that, maybe it's because I like to use my hands and create, but everything was right. Other than I actually would be the one cooking, but like you nailed all of that. That was just a projection That's my because, perfect girl, day. because girl knows she wants Amanda cooks for her. Sometimes I can
1: cook, but I actually,
0: I actually you made a good point. Maybe that was a hundred percent right. Because if Ty like really loved to cook and was really good at it and like maybe that would be perfect but but for Peter now does, you know i'm the i'm the chef so you're the he chef can, he can like he can like grill which i i don't know how to do but your perfect day um oh my gosh, this could go so many different ways <laughs> okay you're uh, gonna wake up um and you're gonna be like wow i'm feeling so excited for the day you're not, not sad gonna, you're not gonna wake up like anxious or sad, you're going to wake up like, wow, I'm feeling good this morning. And then you're going to crack yourself a ghost. You're probably going to have breakfast that's already made from like your dad. Mm -hmm. And they're probably not going to be on a diet. They're going to make you like something like not calorie counting. You're just going to eat like the bacon and eggs, whatever. It's going to be so good. Then you're going to go to Pilates. You're going to get in. You're not going to be on a wait list. You're going to go in there. You're going to be like wearing a matching a matching then you're going to come out of Pilates. you're going to um probably take yourself on like a little lunch date mm-hmm. um you're going to probably get yourself like a shrimp quesadilla and maybe a marg and it's going to be like 3 p.m. and you're going to like get some well i would say work done but like you're like you have fun with it so it'd be fun work mm-hmm. um or if you do love to work gonna, you do because you you have a fun you do fun things for work um but yeah you're going to have yourself a beverage, one of your friends is going to meet up with you, maybe Ethan. Ethan's going to have an uh, afternoon margarita with you. Then you and Ethan are going to go like shop at TJ Maxx for a little bit. Then you're going to drop off Ethan. Then you're going to come home. <laughs> Ethan would like me to say right now, he is not shopping at TJ Maxx. He says, I, that is not going he to happen. He said, we'll
1: go to Saks. but
0: then you guys are going to go play, Are you going to go do karaoke. And then you're probably going to definitely hang out with your kids because that's like one of the best things you love to do. And you're going to like laugh, giggle with your daughter because she's hilarious. And then you're probably going to FaceTime me because it's that, that would be a, <laughs> and then you're going to, um, maybe you're going to like uh either play some kind of game or like, as in like game pigeon or something. Um, and then maybe you're going to go out. Maybe you're going to go like look real hot Go out, have a good time, see some, what do you like, people who look like men who have mustaches who look like maybe they just got out of prison, but they really just are a good man and they dress like a 90 year old grandpa. Is that your type? I can't remember. Something about grandpa is in there. Um, and then you're going to like drink a lot more. of water and fall asleep. Um, and, and then, yeah, you're going to have like 12 hours of sleep. That's your perfect day.
1: No, that was that was pretty that was accurate. So
0: expensive.
1: Yeah. I mean, spending some time outside, so maybe hiking. Maybe we hiked with the kids. Maybe that was the only mm-hmm. thing you missed. And like, um, because I love so I love please put me outside. I love sunshine. I love, please. I was gonna say come. pool,
0: but I was like, I just the haven't pool. seen you go to a pool. Yeah, oh, yeah. You
1: haven't seen me at the pool yet, but she's a pool girly. Put me in a bikini oh, all day, every day, and twice on Sunday. Bring me on a boat. I'll put, I'll put me, put in, me a in a boat. Pool. I look so <laughs> I'm like teeing it up. I need yeah. a boat this summer. So, if anyone there's anyone Alabama, out there who
0: love, if there's anyone out there who's just really wanting to buy someone a boat, oh, buy a boat!
1: Actually, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want somebody to buy me a boat. I really appreciate. But if you would let me on your boat, because I just, I don't want you. I want you, don't you to drive, drive it. Either, yeah, I, yeah. I want you to dock it. I want you to do maintenance on it. I absolutely, don't want to do any of that. But if you, um, anyway, this is my petition. Um, <clears throat> if there are men out there who have a boat this summer. I look really cute on a boat. <laughs> Studies have said <laughs>
0: she's not wrong.
1: Studies have said your girl looks so cute on a boat. So
0: you look just... cute. You look great on a boat, and you bring—you are the professional vibe setter. We we all know that. So put this. And woman... I will bring. I will bring expensive tequila, and we can
1: take shots. Like, please—the anyway. kind
0: of tequila that you're not going to get hungover with.
1: Yeah, and we're going to feel great, and we're going to drink so much water, and we're and. The tunes. I was just gonna vibe. say the
0: music is going to be on point.
1: So if that sounds like fun for you, hit her up. Comment down below. DM me on Instagram if you got a boat and the or if you have a friend who has a boat. The state of Alabama or the surrounding ones, because it's kind of far to travel. But you know.
0: If you go on a boat, are you gonna be on like a lake or are you gonna be in the ocean? I prefer a lake. Um, but I'd love the ocean too. Just
1: Just put me on a boat, okay?
0: Put me – get this woman on a boat. My gosh. Okay. Next question. What is my go-to drink order at a bar? A glass of red wine. Yes. Yes. A nice glass of red wine. And And yours – I'm probably not going to get the brand right, but you are going to get like either a shot or double shot of – a nice tequila. I want to say Casamigos. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Yeah. That Casamide or something. Reposado. Reposado. So that or some, something that's going to just make you feel so not hungover, but so silly, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That's the vibe.
1: Did I get that right? That's
0: perfect. Hey. If, if I were stranded on a, a deserted island, what would my best asset be? Panic. No, can kidding. <laughs> What'd you say? Panic. <laughs> Panic.
1: Um, I feel like you would probably help me stay calm. Hmm. Wow. I don't. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that would be like really. What about you?
0: I feel like you would somehow just like, n- like know how to, like take nothing from like the island and make make it into something. Like you would know what to do. Okay, this is what we're gonna. This is how we're gonna eat. This is how we're gonna have shelter this is what we're going to do. And you're going to have it all planned out of like, this is the day we're going to like flag down a boat to save us. You're going to have everything planned out. You're going to, you're going to be the person who's like, don't panic. This is what we do. I don't think I would be like, this is what we're going to do. I think I would be like, it's all good guys ride the waves, but I don't think I would know what to do. I just wouldn't.
1: Um, but I, I think you're kind of right. Cause like,
0: <laughs> I could I say save... tenacity. You what? I've got some tenacity. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I wouldn't be able to do that part of things, but I would be able to save someone's life if they were drowning because I was a lifeguard. So at least I have that going for me. There you
1: go. Okay. Yeah. I would weirdly like kick into this weird instinct and be like, we need to do this. We need to get food, shelter, water, fire. And I would be like, here's how we're going to do this. I'm really, really good in very high, strong situations. Mm-hmm. Um and so, yeah, I think I could do it. I, You're I, so I like full and like, it's so funny because I'm so girly and like, you'd be like, you want to camp outside and you'd be like, oh my God, like it really like, I would, I would do it, but like, I don't want to, like, cause like, I'm not going to put myself in a lot of, discomfort. I mean, no, I, I do. I, I believe discomfort is like really important for growth, but um, you know,
0: I'm not trying to like sleep outside all the time,
1: but <laughs> no? I, mean, I, I feel like I could, I could figure it out.
0: You would you wouldn't even be complaining if you had to do that. You'd be like, "All right, let's do it."
1: It's what needs to be done. Let's get a
0: gun. Yep. Um, what but then is... you would never hear the end of
1: it, and I would complain for the next ten years about it for sure. <laughs> That's so true. ridiculous that
0: they did this to me. You're like, "Hey, person I just met randomly. Want to know a fun fact? <laughs> what? This is such a random one, and I almost want to skip this, but we're just going to do it. What is my least favorite chore and my favorite chore?"
1: Why do we uh, I don't know. We were funny last night.
0: Um, we,
1: maybe your least favorite is like doing the, putting up the laundry and maybe your favorite is cooking. To me, that's a chore.
0: Oh, that's funny that you said cooking is a chore. <laughs> it's a chore. Please, this makes me say audience question for you. Would you consider cooking a chore? Just let me know. Cause I'm, that's so funny to me. Cause I'm sure people do. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah. I would say yours is um your least favorite is probably like scrubbing the toilet and maybe like favorite would be like windexing the windows I don't know
1: yeah uh I like You're to a clean. weird I question fun. I like to clean I don't, I don't I don't really mind cleaning um so especially if I'm like
0: alone with a podcast or a good song Whew. Whew. what like I can't even imagine what the, the way you just were like Especially if I'm alone. I love cleaning. <laughs> well, when you have people in your home all the
1: time, yeah. when you get alone to clean, it's rock on. Rock yeah, on. when
0: I start, I don't really feel like I need to stop, but I oh, yeah, not my favorite thing. My favorite chore is Windexing. <laughs> and my that's least cute. favorite is toilets. That's why I said that for yeah. you. Fair. It's probably everyone's. Tyler is the cleaner. Thank God. He's so good. Keep it up, Tyler. Oh, what was my favorite subject in school? Maybe writing?
1: Is that- a... art?
0: Wait, hold on. I don't
1: know. Reading, writing, and arithmetic. Yeah, there's a,
0: what is that called? There's like a word for the writing class. What's that called? I don't know. But yes, it would be like that, like a writing class. And definitely art, but I feel like I didn't really have many of those. But if that, if I could, that would be number one. For you, I would say definitely not math and probably not reading um, and probably not science. Maybe like, oh, I don't, I'm going to, I don't feel like this is way off, but like history. I don't know.
1: So your girl was like not the best at school.
0: (laughs) Neither was (laughs) I Ask anyone.
1: We made it through. Um, And actually, I don't, I don't like really mind any subjects. Like I like to learn now, Um, but Honestly, psychology. I only took two psychology classes and that was my – I was like, I mean, I love the brain. I love the brain. I love knowing how it works. I know like probably taking those psychology classes like literally like saved my life. Like, oh my gosh. That just like jump-started me into like, I can fix this? You're kidding me.
0: Yeah. Like, These questions. I'm like, we must have been maybe like tired or something. What is um the furthest I've ever driven? I would say 20 hours. Wait, so when we say driven, like, was I the driver? No, you can be a car rider. Yeah, definitely. It was like 23 or two or something hours. Yeah. I feel like you probably were like 30 hours. Oh my God. Actually, if we're counting that,
1: I went from Alabama to New York and in a bus With a million kids. Yeah. And we got lost in like, man, I was going to say a state, but I can't even tell you what states are between there. I mean, I know Tennessee and Kentucky and I I don't know. I was going to, I was going to give you a state, but I'm sorry. I
0: suck at geography.
1: Like we got lost in a state and they had to like, St- like turn around and like it was really bad it in was a bad. bus
0: full of kids that sounds crazy yeah so
1: I have no how many hours that is but that's an insane amount of hours from Alabama to New York yeah
0: if we're talking about actually being the driver yeah. the whole time mine was from Colorado to Arizona which doesn't sound very far but it was like 13 or 14 and we were stuck in have you heard of a haboob a haboob a, what? a haboob is a dust storm or a sand storm and we were stuck in that for like three hours while we were driving, you could not see in front of you. Our service wasn't working. Tyler was in the car ahead of me and he wasn't stopping. And I'm like, ah, I can't call him. I just have to go through it. It was awful. And somehow sand was like getting in my vents in my car and I was like chewing on sand. Wouldn't recommend that drive. Uh,
1: him, yeah, no, there I am
0: in one piece. So, uh,
1: count me out on, on that one. Yeah. Um, so the furthest I've ever probably driven myself. I, when I'm a passenger princess, okay, Abby. So probably, yes, um, I'm a passenger princess in a freaking commute carpool mom world. Okay, and I love I love being able to carpool and commute my kids, but also not the world that I live in. Rude, um, rude of you. Have to go to school. I'm just kidding. I love it. It's really fun every day oh, to yeah. ride in the car with them. I'm kidding, guys. Um, and so, but yeah, five hours probably. I probably only ever drove, but yeah. Wow. I
0: tried
1: not to, that I tried be... not to drive. I mm-hmm. also was married for 11 years and that man was never going to let me behind the wheel. Never would he let me behind the wheel. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I run over more curbs than I should. I really do. And well, I can't park.
1: I don't have good depth perception as my eye doctor told me. So
0: I can't. See should me. you even be allowed to drive? I'm just kidding. Okay, I have to finish up. Hi. Hi, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> can you hear one her laugh? Three best friends that anyone me could ever have. Me. And then we had an audience question of the day, which I liked the one we asked earlier, but... Going back to friendships, um, what are some of the ways that you all are making friendships recently? Is it just through friends? Is it Bumble friends? Is it bars? Is it work? Where, where are you meeting them? Where are you at? Is it TikTok Live? Is it? Yeah. Is there any TikTok stories? Love it. Would love to know. And then just a couple things, color of the day. What What color we are, Laura? What color are you today?
1: Um, and not just because we're wearing blue. I think I'm a little, I'm a little blue, like a little kind of dark, like a maybe a navy. Maybe I've been like kind of off today, but also like, the blue can still be vibrant and fun. Um, but still like, mm, mm.
0: Mm, mm. 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 I'm a sad girl. I <laughs> oh, am sad sometimes. That's okay. You know, it's good to to be sad sometimes. You you are like. A dark blue today.
1: A dark blue, yes.
0: How are you feeling today? Also, I I was my first thought too was like this color. I feel like at this point it's like whatever color I'm wearing it might be. But yeah, no, I feel like a little not sad, but like I don't know, just a little, a little light blue. I mean, like I'm happy, but it's definitely what day is it? Wednesday? Maybe that's why hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Hey, uh, get your hump on. Okay. Someone stop me. <laughs> um, and music. We always have like one song on repeat. What is it for you? Uh, I have two, of course. Um, So the song that I am listening to
1: over and over again is uh, Hungover by Wiley Beckett. This is a new one. He's good. Really, really enjoy it. And also, gosh, I literally sat and listened to this for probably two hours on repeat if you want to talk about my mental health, it's "You'd Never Know" by Evan Hohner, Honer. H yeah, O. Send me that one. Yeah, it is. Oh God, that is so good. It just basically says like you would never know that it's, she looks so put together. You'd never know that she is like struggling.
0: I don't She's know 15. if I, I can't remember what song I said last week. It might be the same one, but um, I'll give two then. Rockstar by Hardy. Oh my gosh, I just headbang all the time to that song. And then um, "Champagne Shit," and it's by Janelle Monet Lato Cuevo. Cuevo. It's it's like- I love love that
1: song. You've sent it. me both of them and I'm
0: obsessed with them. Yeah. That's a song I found in the summer, but it's resurfacing for me. Um, and then we're gonna obviously talk about one or two things we've learned on the internet this week. You wanna start?
1: Um, yes. Okay, so this is actually from Instagram, not TikTok. And her name is Shaggy Sof. And she has, oh my gosh, I've really been into this. I was showing Abby cowboy um art. <laughs> it's like really niche, but I really have been loving like these, they're like these like sketch drawings. Ooh. But they have like um uh I like when it hurts, at least I can feel anything at all. Like it just has like profound little well,
0: one of them is, is, okay? is XO. I'm like, are you all right? Do you need a hug? Yeah. Maybe spa day, maybe draw yourself a bath, maybe some <laughs> under eye patches. What do you need? How can I help you?
1: That was good. Um, oh. You had my heart but no stomach to take it. I don't know. I think it's just like good, like little um, – Sometimes I want to ask for help, but when I do, it sounds like, how is the weather? <laughs> Wait, can you explain what that means? Um, sometimes I ask for help and it comes out, how is the weather? Like, it's basically like, I can't, I don't know how to do it. So like, it, it literally like, won't. Won't
0: come out. It no. won't,
1: it like, literally won't come out. Like, you'll literally just like make small talk instead of be like,
0: I need help. Yeah. No, I feel like that's uh, a really relatable.
1: What about you? What did you learn from
0: the end? Well, crazy, you ask. Um, this is actually something where my cousin originally sent this to me. And I was like, why do I care about this? And now I really care about it. But, and I think I told you this too, but there is this stingray and I don't know her name. She's pregnant and she's going to be giving birth, I guess, this week. But the weird thing about this is that she has not had any other stingrays near her at all, like in her enclosure for it's been like over eight years. The only other, I think, fish in there with her are sharks. So how is she pregnant? They're like, how is she pregnant? And if she is, well, she is pregnant. They did like ultrasounds and stuff. But when she gives birth, they're like, either the stingray is about to have babies that are half stingray, half shark, which I guess has never happened or is not possible for her. Um, no, sorry. Sorry. Either that, either she's gonna have stingray shark babies, or she's going to be like the Jesus of stingrays, where like she just got pregnant on her own, which that that is not something that can happen with her species. That's what I learned. So she's giving birth this week. Stay tuned for Mama Stingray, maybe having little shark stingray babies, or maybe she's Jesus. One way to find out.
1: She is Mary. She's Mother Mary. Um, um, yeah, that's what I know. she said that's what i've learned today
0: <laughs> like i'm like i i hope she i hope she's all right i hope they come out the little i guess they call them cubs hope that i hope they're good cubs um, okay hmm. but that's all we have today unless you had anything else lara that's all i've got today well we love you guys and thank you again for all of the support we are going to as always try to do this weekly um and we hope to see you next time so follow us on Everything, just not in real life. Don't don't show up at our house. That would be so weird.
1: <laughs> Please
0: don't show up at my house. I've
1: talked about on Instagram and TikTok, and also I am Laura Swindle on TikTok and Laura Swindle underscore on um, Instagram. And Abby is Abby Huff. You have numbers by your name. What are they?
0: I can't remember. Instagram is Abby Huff underscore uh, TikTok name. How do you even? Abby underscore Huff underscore fourteen
1: on nice. tiktok uh fun fact about me is i have reported a girl who, whose name is laura swindle who never uses her account because i want just laura swindle and not laura swindle underscore and it's never worked anyway so if laura swindle if you're <laughs> listening to this i want your instagram name. give it up hand it over Delete laura it. Swindle you don't, don't even use it hand it over and you're crying in the you don't even use it you don't give even use it give it to me give me laura swindle okay
0: thank you for listening we love you we will see you next week and um bye bye Bye. Bye bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. now. (laughs) Bye-bye. Okay, bye.